children of all ages welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast out there this is the steam machine podcast how was that <laughs> hey everybody my name's dalton welcome back to the steam machine podcast this week your episode is brought to you by jizzy's pleasure palace and used toy emporium we hope you enjoy <laughs> hope everyone's having a good week this week um so I am going to start off with a bit of news. Uh, Ryan has decided to take an extended hiatus from the show um, due to some family things, time constraints, yada yada yada. Um, so you know, just everybody send him, wish him luck in everything that he does, and hopefully that he'll be back around summertime to uh, come join us again for a few games. But for now. For now, it's just going to be me and whoever I can find that wants to talk about some video games that particular week. Um, but it's all good, man. I'm going to keep pumping out stuff for you guys. I hope you you know, keep enjoying it. Um, people seem to be really digging the stuff lately. So, you know, I'm going to just kind of keep rolling forward with that. Um, so, I'm on, I am on. believe I was on Twitch watching Dave from Tadpog stream. Uh, shout out, Tadpog. And we were talking about uh, Boy Scouts. So it made me think of all the times when I was, like, all these stories that I had from Boy Scouts. So I figured I'd tell a couple of them today. Um, now, I know what you're thinking, like, oh, God, Boy Scout stories. But, like, listen, <laughs> my uh, my troop was, like, the misfit troop of Boy Scouts. Like, when we would go on campouts and stuff, all these camps would look prim and proper and all of that. Like, you know, they'd be all set up, and, like, then you'd look at our camp, and we had, like, a stereo and a grill going, and there were people sleeping in hammocks up in trees, and, sh like, we were definitely the wild, the wild ones, um, we, but we had a lot of fun, had a lot of fun, absolutely, uh, but there were <laughs> sometimes that weren't so fun, sometimes that weren't so fun, um, so, in particular, I'm gonna tell some that, uh, weren't so fun today. Uh, they they seemed funny at the time, but looking back on at least two of these, um, I I feel bad about them now, being older and uh, more mature. So the the first one was we were, we were at a summer camp, and we were all sword fighting with basically there was a bunch of uh, bamboo around this area that we were camping in, and we had cut them into a bunch of like you know sword length sticks and we're doing sword fights and like poking each other and w one of us i think it was my buddy jordan was like hit me in the back with it as hard as you can see if we can break one so i took it and just you know babe ruth them across the shoulder blades and uh it it didn't break it fully but it cracked it to where it looked like a kendo stick and if you don't know what a kendo stick is it's this long stick weapon type thing that you use and when you hit somebody 
It's it's slatted all around it. It's like a skinny bat with slats. And these slats are designed to hit you and then pinch your skin and rip it when you yank the cane away from your skin, right? So we were like, oh, man, this is this is going to be great. You know, we'll, we'll have these kendo sticks. We'll walk around carrying the kendo sticks. People think we're cool, yada, yada, yada. Well, we had some younger uh, scouts and... I'm not proud to say that we hazed some of them. Not nothing, nothing like you hear from colleges or anything. But like, you're randomly coming up and dumping a cooler full of ice water on them. Uh, you know, and there's stuff like that. And it was hot outside. It's not like we were doing it when it was freezing cold or anything. We were just we fuck with them. Well, some of us would fuck with them more than others. Uh, Brendan uh, decided to. Uh, they called. They were like calling everybody to lunch so we were all heading to the the lunch area and brendan just runs full speed towards this kid bryce that was in our our troop and he snaps his bamboo stick into over this kid's lower back not across shoulder blades caught him right across like mid lower back with it and the fucking shriek that came from that and I'm, he's not a little kid this he wasn't a little kid you know this dude was like 15 four, you know something 14 around there i think i was like 15 or 16 but brendan was uh like 16 or 17 or so and yeah so bryce lets out this fucking howl and uh we all just took off took off running before the scoutmasters came to see what the hell had happened now looking back on that now uh i know that bryce was our age but mentally he was not our age and uh i feel a little bad for not a little bad i feel really bad for fucking with him to be honest <laughs> uh cuz there was a, there was another time on another camp out where we rigged up this uh like rope thing on a tree oh and i know that that sounds real bad but stick with me for a second uh it was big enough for somebody to sit in like you would get in with your legs and sit on it and then the old us older kids would pull the rope, and it was a big, thick rope, you know, and pull it up. And that way, these younger kids, because we were doing this with all the younger kids, would go up to the top and be able to see over all the camps that were out there at this particular camp uh, meet and stuff. And uh, they were all loving it, man, just loving it. Well, uh, Bryce wanted to do it, so we were like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, man." And Jason and Brendan. I want to say I want to say that I had no part in this decision. I was back at the camp when this happened, but so they raise Bryce up there, and he starts freaking the fuck out, right? Just freaking the fuck out, and they bring him back down. And it was at that point that I walked some of the other younger kids back over to the camp, left Brendan and Jason there. Not the best idea, because uh, they come walking into the camp. And I'm like, where's Bryce? And they're like, oh, he's still sitting up in the tree. We tied it so he could hang up there. Oh, all right. And I didn't think anything of it. So probably about 45 minutes later, we're sitting around in the campsite, and Jason just looks up and goes, oh, fuck, we forgot about Bryce. So me, him, and Brendan jump up and run to go get this kid. I say kid. He was our age, but, you know, whatever. Um, and they had... Yeah, they had let him back up into the tree after he had screamed to come, about wanting to come down. They fucking duct taped his hands to the rope and then put duct tape over his mouth and hung him in the tree. And I remember looking at them like, are y'all fucking serious? 
why the fuck would you do dude and he didn't say a fucking word the rest of that camp trip not a goddamn word and i felt so bad i'm like why did y'all do that and then his mom threatened to sue the troop after that and all that and i don't blame her i don't blame her at the time i was like oh that's dumb but no growing up and having retrospect and looking back on it i do not blame her one bit because that they 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 basically tortured that poor kid you know and that's just kind of fucked up so okay a little bit of a, a more funny story so uh we are out golfing uh we were at uh, some scout blast camp and we're uh we're all playing golf and there was this kid named rusty who I, I still know to this day actually and he was he kept walking out in front of us and we were telling him rusty don't keep walking out in front of us man you're gonna get hit with a golf ball and it's really gonna hurt it's really gonna hurt and rusty is just he was like a like the pudgy kid i feel like he really looked up to like me and the other older kids you know he was trying to fit in and stuff so we were just telling him like come over here with us but then he would do something and then he'd go wandering off in front of us again and i think at one point he was doing it just to troll us and i said all right man and i yelled four and i hit that golf ball and it sailed straight and hit rusty right in the fucking face boom and he did like this backflip and hit the ground and me and Jason were just standing there, just motionless. And I looked at Jason and went, oh, shit. And Jason just looked at me and said, I think you just killed him. So we ran over there, and he was all right other than his mouth was pouring blood. So I was just like, he was alive. So, so I was like, oh, thank God. Dude, that is exactly why we told you not to walk in front of us. Like, what were you thinking? Oh, man. It's so... so I ended up, me and, me and my mom ended up taking him to the hospital and going to hang out with him while he got you know, his lip fixed up and stuff. They put his teeth through his top lip and he had to uh, have gauze and all that put in there. And then like on the way to the hospital, he sticks his finger into the hole in his lip and he's like, look, I can do this. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Like I said, ragtag band of misfits. And what was crazy is that our leader uh, was also a misfit. <laughs> Uh, and then we had another scout leader at one time that was an older man, and he was pretty cool, but he was definitely more by the books, but lenient. Like, he understood how to have, a, like, a good time. Um, but that leads me to my last story, and if I've told this one on the pod before, uh, I apologize. But I got kicked out of Boy Scouts um, for trying to fight the new Scoutmaster. So we got a new Scoutmaster, and we went on a camp out not too far from my house, actually. Uh, there's a there's a, a national park or a state park, I think, a yeah, state park near me. And uh, so the, we set up the troop to go out there to go camping. Well, normally when we went, the uh, the leader would bring water and stuff like that, and we would divvy it up and, you know, have everything set aside. Well, he expected us to do all that and didn't tell us that. So we show up, and we got nothing to drink. We, uh got a pot and got some water out of a faucet at the state park and tried to boil it. But there were like flies in it and shit. I'm like, I'm no, fuck this. So I called my dad and I said, Hey man, you know, we're not that far away. We don't have anything to drink. Will you get enough drinks, you know, and stuff and my dad's like, Oh yeah, dude, don't worry about it. So he shows up with a big ass cooler full of water and soda. It was like probably 
40% bottles of water, 60% soda, because he knew how kids are kids. They want to drink sodas while they're out and about. So we had these three kids that were relatively new to our troop, and their dad was a scoutmaster from Tampa, and he was here to try to, like, help get things going, and then he was going to leave later in the day. So he comes walking up, finding out, like, what's going on, and he walks over, and he says, oh, there's no soda allowed to which me and Alan, who at this point, Brendan was gone, Jason was gone. At this point, it, me and Alan were the, the older guys in, in the troop. Uh, we called, funny enough for for uh, my game buds, uh, we called him Stubbs because he had two missing fingers. Alan did. He had two missing fingers, so we called him Stubbs. <laughs> and it, it would actually, he had two missing fingers, so he would be two Stubbs. Like, I have no... Ah, I'm just putting this together now on microphone. That's fucking fantastic. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, so me and him look at this guy. We call him Ranger. We'll refer to him as Ranger Dick. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Obviously, we didn't cuss to him, but we were like, what are you talking about? Soda's not allowed. Since when? He's like, since always. What, y'all just been doing that around here? Like, uh, yeah, we do whatever the fuck we want because like none of us joined the Boy Scouts to be part of like the elite. Like, oh, we're, we're the Boy Scouts. It was like, nah, dude, we want to go camping and have a good fucking time. Lay off. Well, he didn't lay off. He, uh, he took the cooler and he said, we're going to put this, uh, by the Scoutmaster's tent and we'll, we'll dip, take care of it. So he walks away. So my dad looks at me before he leaves. He grabs me on the arm. He pulls me aside and he says, do not hesitate to call me a your mom if you've got a problem. You hear me? Like, yes, sir. Because he knew. My dad already knew because he knows me. <laughs> he knew that uh, this was not going to go well <laughs> because of uh, how I am, especially with authority. So everything seems to be going fine. Uh, we end up taking all the kids onto a, a big walk. It was me, Alan, and then our like underling, I'll call him, it would be like right under us was miles. So we're all, we take the younger kids and go out for a walk. Now I should preface that our new scoutmaster's name was uh, like Robert or something like that, but we'll call him Sparky. We really should call him douchebag McFuckface, but we'll call him Sparky because that's what his actual nickname is. His actual nickname that he tells people to call him is Sparky. That's what I want you to remember about this dude. Okay. So, um, Sparky has a son who is also in this troop as well. Um, aside from Ranger Dick and his three sons. So it was like all kinds of shit going on. So anyway, we go for a walk. And we end up cutting through this barbed wire fence that said no trespassing. Because who the fuck cares? And we went into, uh, it was like a little sand pit, right? And we were just standing on the edge of it, kind of looking out. Before we walked back through the fence to go walk back in the woods some more. And head back to camp. So this, this, uh... Miles, we start walking a little bit of ahead of the younger kids. And Cody, who is douchebag McFuckface Sparky's son, is walking behind us. And then the other kids are in trail, kind of just following along, talking about whatever they were talking about. And uh, Miles starts telling us uh, he, uh, you know, started uh, getting, he, him and his girlfriend were experiencing things together for the first time. Let's put it that way. And me and, me and Alan were like, oh, shit. Really, you know, that's what's up, man. And he was kind of just opening up to us about it. And it wasn't vulgar. We weren't going into any graphic detail. It was kind of like he was just getting some experienced help, 
uh, knowledge, seeking knowledge type. So uh, we get back to camp, and me and Alan get called over to the uh, adults' tent, where we are reprimanded for talking about sexual intercourse around the young boy, the young kids. And it was like, um, no, they couldn't have heard us. Like, and then it clicked in our head, like, motherfucker Cody was right there with us, and he went and told his dad immediately when we got back. So he was like the spy for the for the troops. So we no longer, at that moment, we were like, all right, well, fuck him. Like, fuck that kid. Like, he's not included in anything, right? And that sucks for him because it was his dad that, you know, probably made him do that. But we cut him off, man. Like, we didn't tell him when we were, because so, we would, <laughs> me, Alan, and Miles would sneak off at night once everybody was asleep and go smoke some joints and then come back and chill around the campfire. It was great. It was a great fucking time. So anyway, one night, it was a grand time all night. We made chili in this big cast iron pot, and me and Alan were in charge of cleanup. So we cook the chili. Everybody eats. It's all good. We do some games around the fire and stuff for the younger kids. Me and Alan pour uh, water in the chili pot, kind of scrape around to get stuff out of it, pour the water out, pour more water in there from the faucet, and then boil. put it over the fire to boil. And we were going to boil it twice and then clean out. And then if we missed anything, we'd get it in the morning. Well, Sparky did not like that. And he calls us over to the fire, all the kids. And he starts going off about how we need to learn discipline and how we need to learn how to clean things properly because this is unacceptable. Yada, yada, yada. And that would have been fine and dandy. We'd have taken that ass chewing and just moved on, even though we were like, well, you didn't even let us get to the second boil. So, like, of course we're not done cleaning it yet because we... But that's beside the point. So, what he said that set me off was, he goes, Oh, and another thing. We're not going to call our daddies anytime we get a little thirsty, you understand? And that just triggered something in me, like the fucking Hulk. Because I just looked at him, and I said, screw you. And he said, excuse me? And I said, yeah, there's no reason at all for you to bring my dad into this, you asshole. You don't talk to me like that. I said, I'll talk to you however the fuck I want to talk to you. You do not fucking talk about my dad like that. And he said something else, and, I, and he starts walking towards me. And I said, dude, do not come fucking near me. I will knock you the fuck out. To which he replied to me, uh, boy, you don't have the capability to knock me out. Uh, so I charged him. And I got held back. I ended up getting held back. It took like the the three older Miles, Allen, and then uh, Thomas, who's another another older kid, all had to grab me and hold me back because <laughs> I was trying to go fight this dude. And uh, I ended up turning around, and he told me to you know call my parents and have them come get me. And I punched a tree. I remember because my hand is still fucked up from it. Uh, I punched a tree and went into my tent called my mom and my dad was actually playing a concert uh and it was really loud when i called my mom and she walked outside and she was like hey your dad's playing what's up and i said oh i need you to come get me right now and she went okay i'll be right there so <laughs> i didn't even pack up my stuff uh i asked alan hey man just will you pack up my tent and everything and bring it back bring it back to me when y'all y'all are done you guys because they were still sleeping in it like they were my bunk mates and he's like, oh, absolutely, I got you covered. I'll put it in my trunk when I'm done. You know, don't worry about it. First fucking thing I did is I got out of my tent. I walked over to the adult area. I grabbed my cooler 
that had all that soda because they had separated the water bottles into uh, another cooler that had no ice in it and then kept all the sodas by their tents. So I grabbed my cooler full of soda and uh, walked out to the road that was there, like by the little campsite. I sat the cooler down, popped popped it open, grabbed a soda, cracked it, started drinking it. Alan and Miles come walking out there, threw them each soda. We cracked it standing around like Hank Hill and the guys just drinking sodas instead of beer. Just kind of taking in the fact that, like, what the fuck just happened? So the kicker to all of this is I leave. I'm on my way home. We pass some cops. Now, I'm a big dude. Uh, at the time, I was probably about 5'11", six, six foot, but I'm about six foot one and a half, six two, somewhere around in there. I'm about 350 pounds. Back then... Yeah, probably 300, 400 pounds, you know, somewhere around in there. I'm, I, I'm a big dude. <laughs> and uh, I get a call from Alan, and he says, just so you know, he called the cops on you. And I said, what are you talking about? What? He said, yeah, he called the cops. Uh, he basically told the cops that you tried to attack him and that he wants to, you know, press charges or whatever. I said, but I didn't hit him. He said, yeah, but you were threatening and insulting. And so Alan's laughing, telling me this. So he says, I'll keep you posted. I said, okay. So I get a call later that night, and he says, okay, so I got to tell you what happened. I said, yeah, dude, tell me, what, tell me what's up. He says, so the cops showed up, and you were gone, and they didn't ask us for a description of you. They, were, they didn't want to talk to the kids. They just wanted to talk to the adults. So he goes, Sparky was <laughs> telling them that yeah this boy scout that i've got threatened me and tried to attack me and all this stuff but he goes but you were gone so there was no uh ability to look at you and see the size of you and the like if the intimidating presence that you've got he goes so these fucking cops just looked at him like so your boy scout tried to beat you up huh all right we'll look into it (laughs) so uh, yeah that was i got a call like at the end of the weekend and my dad answered the phone and the guy was like oh hi this is Robert Milam, uh, Sparky, and uh, we we had a meeting, and we would like to, uh, you know, we just think that this isn't a good fit. Like, we don't think Dalton should be in the troop anymore. And my dad said, oh, I guess there's no reason for me to talk to you anymore then, and just fucking hung up on him. And what pissed my dad off is I was one rank away from Eagle Scout. I was one rank away from Eagle Scout. But, you know, that is what it is. But, yeah. That was, uh, I got plenty more stories from Boy Scouts, man. That was a wild fucking troop. We did a lot of crazy shit. But it was fun. It was really fun. But this is a gaming podcast. So let's get to some gaming stuff. Uh, this week, I've been fucking around with Wasteland 3, which is absolutely fantastic. If anybody's interested in, or introduced, what the fuck, interested in a, like, turn-based, almost like a turn-based Fallout game, it is awesome. I really enjoy it. Um, I've also been playing Pathfinder Kingmaker some um that is also really cool too that's you know an ode back to the, the classic computer rpgs from back in the day as far as the uh the ice kind of isometric look and the real time with pause combat you know, Baldur's gate-esque style if you're a fan of the old crpgs uh pathfinder kingmaker and wasteland 3 i definitely i feel like would be a very good choice for you to check out um also the gog had a sale and i think it might be still be going on right now good old games Anytime we cover those, those episodes will be the GOG Complex. <laughs> or, as somebody in Discord said, the GOG Reflex. <laughs> uh, I added a ton of old 
R- computer RPGs. And I mean, uh, I got all the Ultimas um, and some Dungeons and Dragons games and things like that. Um, I've been watching a lot of this YouTuber named Matt Barton. He does a show called Matt Chat. And uh, he's written some books on computer RPGs and tabletop and stuff. It's, it's just all, it's all fascinating to me. He, he interviews these game makers that made these in, you know, RPGs that changed the way that RPGs were for PCs or really for anything back then. So, I mean, I've been really, I've really enjoying that. Um, I would name them all, but there is a fuckload. There is a fuckload, but I can name a few of them. I got the, all the Ultimas. I got some wizardry, some wizardry games, um, Lands of Lore, one, two, and three, um, Albion, uh, Armacrog, and Omicron. Yeah, there's all kinds of, I don't know, you know, I'm just naming these off is not going to, like, be helpful for anybody, but, uh, so, this week, I played Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Man, uh, I really, I really had some fun with it, but, uh, you know, before we get into that, uh, the obligatory Wikipedia bullshit is Digimon Cyber Sleuth is a role-playing game developed by Media.Vision and published by Bandai Namco Entertainment for the PlayStation Vita and the PlayStation 4 and PC eventually, I guess. It is based on the Digimon franchise. It is the fifth game in the Digimon story series following 2011's Super Cross Wars and the first to be released on home consoles. An English version of the game was released in early February 2016 and features cross-save functionality between the two platforms. Unlike previous Digimon games, it does not have an English dub and retains Japanese voice acting. The sequel, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth Hacker's Memory, was released in Japan in 2017 and the Western Territories in early 2018 for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita, and in July 2009, a port of the Nintendo Switch and Windows alongside with its sequel, was announced for release on October 18th, 2019 as the complete edition with both games together in one. And it released on PC a day early because PC rocks. <laughs> so basically, the uh, the gist of this game is you play as like a like third-person perspective. Uh, you run around as a human, you control Digimon, uh, and you're trying to go through the story. Now, like, there is a huge story to this game. Uh, not going to lie, though, I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. <laughs> uh, I was more focused on just Digivolution to be completely you know, upfront and honest. But like the story, as far as you're like a cyber sleuth, or you become a cyber sleuth, and you're trying to find these hackers who are fucking with the digital world. Uh, and there, there's like the the Ghost Kid, there's the Araba, and then there's uh, Jimmykin, who is like the uh, it looks like Mar- Marilyn Manson and Kiss had a baby. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, they, it's a it's a fun game. I I really I I enjoyed it. Um, but I did not play this game for the story. I played it for the gameplay. Um, I treated this game kind of like a Pokemon game, where it was like yeah, cycle through the story, yada yada yada. We just need to. I just want to see some more Digimon and raise them up and get them to the highest level and see how far I can go with that. Uh, I did end up with some really cool Digimon. Like I ended up with like War Garurumon. Uh, War Greymon, Metal, no, it was Metal, Gre- Metal War Greymon, uh, Angemon, uh, Devimon, oh no, it was, I had Blue Devimon, or White, or Ice Devimon, yeah, it was Ice Devimon, um, and then, like, there was some that I don't remember the names of, but they were really cool, like, they had r- really big dragons, um, one of them was, like, Garomon, but, like, a, a big dragon-looking thing, oh, they were, they were really cool, it was really fun, um, 
the the one that stands out to me, and he he was a <laughs> he was a favorite on my Twitch channel. Shout out uh, if you want to check us out. Um, Twitch.tv slash Steam Machine Dalton. Come watch me stream on Tuesdays, uh, 9.30 Eastern. Yeah, on Tuesdays, 9.30 Eastern, uh, p.m. p.m. And I'm going to be uh, picking a second day, but I don't know when. Maybe Mondays. Maybe I'll do Mondays and Tuesdays. If I can, you know, now that it's just going to be me and I can go back to uh, recording on Sundays, maybe I can swing that. So the uh, the favorite on Twitch stream was Nanemon. And Nanemon, how do I describe him? If if you took Pac-Man and gave him human-like features, arms and legs, and then made him look like Macho Man Randy Savage, that was Nanemon. And he had a move called Poop Dunk, where he would go, Hah! and a big pile of pink shit would fall out of him, and he would grab it and throw it at the enemy. Yeah, and uh, specifically Ice Brand... That was his favorite thing in the whole in the whole stream. He's like, "This is my new favorite Digimon." <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to people that, that popped in. Um, there are a total of 249 unique Digimon featured, including seven that were available as D- DLC through the life of the game, and two which were exclusive to the Western release. Um, and the complete edition included 92 new Digimon from Hacker's Memory, which is the sequel to the or the kind of com- companion piece to this. Uh, for a total of 341. Now, I will say what's kind of cool is the the uh, hacker's memory takes place basically as this game is taking place too. So they both tell one story. So if you want to kind of get the the gist of it, you can play both of them. And I've paid attention to some of the story in this before. I just I don't know. This week I wasn't feeling a story driven game, so I just really wanted to get in there and just fuck some shit up and see how high I could evolve my Digimon. You know. <laughs> but this did make me want to um, play some more Digimon type games. So on my PS3, I got the uh, Digimon World 3 that I might check out here and there. And um, yeah, fucking a. I, there's not. There's really not much to say about the game. Um, I I do. I did enjoy the farm system. So there's this like digi farm that you can have, and that is where you can store your Digimon that you're not using, and they will kind of interact together and train and stuff while they're there and raise their levels uh think of it like the 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 people in pokemon who you can take your pokemon to and leave them to the daycare center think of it like a pokemon daycare center but you own it and you can have 10 digimon on each island you end up getting five islands and you can upgrade them all five times so you can get five stars because they each make a star once you've finished upgrading them which i did i did manage to do i did manage to do um do I recommend this for Digimon fans? Absolutely. If you're a fan of the show, which I did watch a lot of the show, and I'll get to that in a second too, but um, I, I recommend it. You know, you're going to see a lot of familiar Digimon. It's going to feel familiar because it's kind of Pokemon-esque. Um, kind of like Pokemon meets Persona, honestly, is kind of how it reminded me as far as the, the gameplay goes. Uh, but if you're like a JRPG fan and not a Digimon fan, I'd you might get some enjoyment out of this because of the JRPG aspects of it, but probably not. And if you're not a fan of RPGs or Digimon, this is not the game for you. <laughs> you I don't think you would enjoy it at all. I, I would give this, if I had to, probably like a 7. Like a 7. It's solid. Nothing special. Um, so the show... I have been, I acquired the first four seasons of it, and 
because the versions that I'm watching have no commercials, it is amazing to me how much that they pack into 18 minutes. It feels like the episodes are over before you know it because there's just content flowing in your fucking face the entire time, man. It's wild. <laughs> but you know, the story of Ty and those guys, I, I've really been enjoying rewatching that. And I might actually stick through and watch some more of it as I'm playing the game this week. Which, uh, speaking of, I asked Steamy, hey man, I was like, what do you think we should play next week? And he thought for a minute, he beeped, did he booped, and then his stomach lit up. And there was a picture staring back at me, and I'm like, word, I'm down. And the game that he revealed to me was Doom 2, Hell on Earth, I think it's called. Doom 2, Hell on Earth. And I immediately was like, shooter? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Let's get some action up in that bitch. So uh, I told Ryan, and that was, this was before the conversation that me and him had today. Um, so, But I also... I was watching uh, Nate, our cog in the machine. Shout out to Nate. Much love, man. Um, and he was talking on his stream that he wanted to play Doom coming up sometime. Because now that he's got his big, fancy, badass PC, he wants to play some old school Doom. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. And I had a key for uh, Doom 2. And I said, you know what? I'm going to send him this key. So I sent him on Discord. I said, hey, man, I'm going to send you this it's some Doom so you'll actually be able to play some. I said, with the caveat that join me next weekend and we'll, we'll talk about some Doom. And he was like, absolutely. So next week you'll be able to catch me and Nate, a.k.a. Turtle Bear Man. Check him out, twitch.tv slash Turtle Bear Man. And we're going to talk about some Doom 2 and slay some demons and shit. It should be a good time. Um... If you would like to follow us on social media, you can go to facebook.com slash Steam Machine Podcast, or you can f- head over to Twitter and find us at Steam underscore podcast. Um, we also have a website now. We have a website. It is uh, the Steam Machine Podcast dot WordPress dot com. I know that's really long, but, you know, <laughs> it is it is what I can do. Uh, also, um, please, 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 if you would, would mean a ton, a absolute shit ton. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review. That would be wonderful. Uh, a five-star review would be the best, uh, the best thing that I could think of, obviously. But if uh, you know, if you think that it's a four or whatever, just, you know, just give us a review. But wait, what am I saying? No, go give us a five-star review. Only five-star reviews. Only five-star. I'm using hypnosis. <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking a. It's been a long week, guys. It's been a long week. And uh, things keep piling up. But but I uh, I am going to persevere. And I'm going to keep putting out this content for you guys who enjoy it. Uh, I really appreciate everybody that you know listens and contributes on the, the Patreon. Shout out to the Patreon people. Um, I'm still going to be doing Patreon content as well. Um, now, doing it by myself, I will figure something out but uh you know it whatever you basically this is this is my job right now so anyways uh without without getting too too far into that i'm gonna start i'm gonna start rambling and there's no one here to to rein me in <laughs> um let's see i think i hit everything man yeah, leave us a review check us out uh, the patreon patreon.com slash steam machine podcast um twitch.tv slash steam machine dalton yeah i think that's about it man so next week you'll be catching me and nate talking about some doom 2 
if you've got any memories about Doom 2 or anything like that, dude, hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, uh, join the Discord. Uh, if you want to, if you're having trouble finding any of that, if you don't know where to find the Discord link or anything like that, go to our website, uh, steammachinepodcast.wordpress.com. All of the links are on there. Um, there's even a link to my Bandcamp if you like our intro music. Um, you can go and pick that up there. All right. I love you all. Thank you very much for listening. And as always, guys, take it easy. Thank you.